Hi guys, this is Pajamas, and you are listening to Cigar City Radio. Cigar City Radio is sponsored by No Clubs and StateMedia.com. Find out about upcoming concerts in Tampa Bay by visiting StateMedia.com and tagging No Clubs on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Use the hashtag WeAreConcerts. And No Clubs has some pretty kick-ass shows coming up to kick off the summer. Tuesday, May 22nd. Theory of a Dead Man at the Ritz Ebor, Saturday, June 2nd, Chon, also at the Ritz Ebor. And remember last week we told you that tickets were almost out for uh, Laney, right? L-A-N-Y, Lonnie, Laney. We never figured out what the actual pronunciation was. Either way, tickets are now sold out, so you should have listened to us, because Monday, June 11th, Laney is going to be in town, L-A-N-Y, and that is sold out, S-O-L-D-O-U-T. So, sorry, you should have listened when we told you to buy the tickets. What are those tickets again? They're sold out. Gone. No more. On a Monday night in Ebor, sold out show. Then Sunday, June 10th, at the Crowbar, Reckless Eric is coming to town. Tuesday, June 12th, an awesome show at Janice Live with Royal Blood featuring Turbo Wolf. Which sounds like the most kick-ass like, superhero, Turbo Wolf. I feel like it was the parody of Knight Rider in the 80s. This kid got on a wolf that fucking could speak English and shit. So if it was like a mix Turbo of wolf. Knight Rider and like... Teen Wolf? Teen Wolf, yeah. <laughs> Turbo, Turbo Wolf. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right, that's Tuesday, June 12th at Janice Live. Thursday, June 14th, an acoustic evening with Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness and Friends is a mouthful but andrew mcmahon in the wilderness and friends some of those friends are alan stone zach clark and bob oxblood of jack's mannequin that's at the ritz ebor thursday june 14th friday june 22nd the black dahlia murder is coming to janice live don't miss that one then later into the summer we got janelle monet coming to janice live thursday july 26th and a really special show, Friday, August 10th, American Football is going to be at the Orpheum, one of very few dates that they're doing on their upcoming tours. So you don't want to miss these shows. Check them out. For all the info and more, head to statemedia.com. Welcome to Cigar City Radio, episode 76. The song you just heard was Rosie Rudiger by Kino Camino. That's from the album Betas for Sissies. Check that album out. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, Mr. Jason Solanez. So, uh, 
I, I was thinking about a metal band name, and I think I might have my metal cover band name. Okay. Might like to do a few releases secretly under them, even though it's not secret anymore. All right, what's the name? Is that something you experience regularly? Um, any man that enjoys fine Mexican food experiences this regularly, sir. Chipotle is no joke. Uh, I wouldn't call that fine Mexican. <laughs> hey, this is America, after uh, all. all right, so. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You call it whatever you want. I'll call that fine Mexican. Land of the free. This episode is part two of our coverage of the Symphonic Distribution Grand Opening in downtown Tampa. If you haven't heard part one, go back to the last episode, episode 75, put this put this podcast down, flip it, reverse it, and then go and listen to part one, then come to part two, which is this episode. We've got interviews with JT Brown, who performed at the grand opening, it did a phenomenal job, great performance, and he was on his way to another show um, that night, but we were able to kind of squeeze him in and and talk to him a little bit before he left. We also chat with Angel Soto from the Tampa Music Conference, uh, which is actually coming up, the Tampa Music Conference. And I'm actually going to be speaking at the Tampa Music Conference on a panel. So if you want to come out to that, that will be June 16th. You can get all the info at tmconf, tmconf.com. Um, so yeah, we talked to Angel Soto a little bit about the... Tampa Music Conference and how we got to know uh, the the fine folk at Symphonic Distribution. And then we close out the show with an interview with Nilla Green, who is a local producer, artist, um, as well as uh, an interview with local MC Faze Jones, who gives us a little freestyle. So I think we, we can actually say this is the first Cigar City Radio freestyle. We're going sway in the morning on you. You ain't got the answers, Randy. Yeah, I, I have no answers. But we do have a freestyle from Faze Jones, so stay tuned through the end of the episode. Listen to that. This is part two of our Symphonic Distribution Grand Opening coverage. So here it is, episode 76. Mr. JT Brown here. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Yeah. So, when did you start singing? When did I start singing? Yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, I you know I've, I've sung all my life. Um, when do you start singing in front of people? Performing? Yeah. Mm, ten years old. So you're like about that. ten. Were you yeah. playing guitar at the time too? Nope. I uh, didn't didn't start playing guitar till I was thirteen. I was on sax at the time. I started on sax. When I was eight. And uh, I sung, kind of mixed in horn and vocals and some stuff at school and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, professionally, eighteen, right on. seventeen. And how old are you now? <laughs> Thirty-four. All right. <laughs> so you've been doing you've been doing this a while. You've been you're a musical a musical man, if you will. It's been a while, probably fifteen years professionally. Wow. The first time I saw you was. 
the uh, Pajamas album release party in St. Pete. You remember that? I do. Clearly. Uh, what was yeah. the What's that venue called? Paper Crane. Paper Crane. It's my house. That's your house? Yeah. Really? No. I swear I took it over with uh, my buddy Rob Durkey about five years ago and built it out. Um, it was nothing, man. It was all, it was a disaster. It was this big storage, like, catch-all for St. Anthony's Hospital, which is across the street there in St. Pete. Um, cleared it out, knocked down walls, built a bar, built a stage. I have my studio there. We have a big green screen, you know, just uh, five artists living there and just constantly stuff happening creatively it's an awesome that is awesome Shane's a great dude he loves that spot too yeah because it really is like one of the (laughs) one of the cooler spaces I've seen in the area like it reminds me of something that you know you'd see in in LA or or in New York or you know the kind of DIY scene that you know is really hip elsewhere but there's not a lot of that going on in this area Mm -hmm. so yeah and I'm I'm surprised you know there's some there's some killer warehouse spots we just got lucky we have a great landlord and he doesn't uh, charge us an arm and a leg to do it. We can do anything we want in the space, knock down walls and build stuff. It's yeah. it's a, a free-for-all. Whatever we can think of, you know, we can make happen. So. Yeah, because I remember that night in particular, uh, Friedback did the lights and sound, and the whole room was just crazy, like just, just beautiful lights, beautiful sound, and it's a really great space, you know. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So. Yeah. That's awesome. I had no idea that you were behind that or, you know, you were part of that. Mm-hmm. So is that like part of like a collective that you got together or just, you know, is it not that centralized? Is it just a couple of, you know, artists? Well, initially it started um, with myself and another, you know, uh, my buddy Rob. And we kind of had a kind of a generic vision for it. Not, nothing like nothing what it is now. It's 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 pretty fleshed out at this point. But um, we knew we wanted to. Uh, have a stage that was the main thing it's just an underground place to perform you know for people to come and feel relaxed and it and it'd be a homey kind of environment um so we built the bar first and and, and went from there through the, you know through the years it's it's gone through a few incarnations Polienzo was there for two and a half years and um they've all kind of gone their gone their own way uh, they're about to put out a new record, which yeah. is going to be phenomenal. I heard some of the cuts off of it. Yeah, last isn't week, um, so. is Freeback like mixing that or mastering it? I think he had mentioned that when he was on our yep. show. Yep, Freeback has done some mixing for him. Um, they've done quite a bit of tracking, a lot of synth work over there for the record. I mean, Matt's studio is. Have you been there? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. It's, yeah, shit is crazy. He's just he's a wizard, and he's got every piece of analog gear that you could possibly used to create a new sound that hasn't been created before so um poly poly guys are are absolutely brilliant and very unique yeah. and uh so a space like that you know f- for them to be able to, to utilize that i'm sure was was big but they were there for a while and then um got a whole new whole new crew in there now a couple songwriters um morgan Sol- morgan from pleasures the band pleasures yeah and, i love pleasures yeah they're killing it they're on tour right now on the west coast um you know, just a good group of dudes that are creative, a couple of photographers, and it's nice. Yeah. It's good energy in there. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your music right now. What do you got going on? Um, I released a folk EP, really stripped down stuff, acoustic guitar and vocals and harmonies, a little electric guitar lead, some lap steel stuff. Uh, a few months back, I'm working on collaboration with Mike Mass that we've been working on for a while that's kind of 
um, just scheduling. We're, we're both pretty busy, so it's kind of hard to get us pinned down. Um, I got a couple of singles I'm going to release soon. It's wide stuff. I mean, really like swampy, like heavy blues driven stuff. That sounds great. To some like kind of lighter, um, I wouldn't say reggae, but got kind of an island feel. Um, and then I'm doing some kind of hip hop lean R&B stuff for this track with Mike. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I got to ask about that because I would not have picked you and Mike as like being collaborators, you know, musically. But I, now I'm intrigued. Like now I'm all I'm all about it. So how did that uh, collaboration come together? Well, I had a kind of had a feeling one night about um, how <clears throat> conversation of oppression, um, mainly with younger black men in this country it's taboo unless it's unless you're you know experience it directly that same type of oppression it's taboo to have that conversation still which i don't feel is right you know i think if you don't see color if you're the kind of person that just sees your brother as a human being um you should be allowed to have the conversation because you should also allow to be hurt by it even though you're not directly you know it's not directly affecting you Uh, when you see your fellow man you know being oppressed in whatever form you should be allowed to feel feel that and feel that hurt and not feel ashamed or that you're not it, it's not valid yeah um and i kind of you know i wanted to represent that in a story so i came up with a story about a slave that um you know essentially is re- reincarnated uh into the civil rights movement and again for the third verse as a 10 year old boy in modern times and how um, how racism is alive and well, and it shouldn't be. And mainly to have me, you know, a privileged white dude, singing a hook and writing a track that is in, in a story that's about a slave and about oppression, um, and it being and being allowed to do that, me being feeling okay about doing it, not feeling. Like, I'm not allowed. Um, I talked to Mike for a while about it, the concept, and he loved it. And I went over to his house. I played him kind of the chord progression and, and, and some of the, the melodic ideas that I had. And I was just jamming, like, in my own world. And introducing it to him, thinking, okay, we'll get together in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and we'll get in the studio and we'll start to hash this shit out. And then he wrote the first verse, and it was exactly what I envisioned in my head but didn't have the lyrical prowess in a rap form in rap sense to come up with yeah fucking nailed it on the first try yeah he nailed it on the first try in about (laughs) 10 minutes you know we're just sitting there smoking and bullshitting and he just it's like okay well that that's what I was going for yeah that's amazing he's that good you know well it's amazing when it comes together like that you know not every collaboration especially when it's a subject that you know it's he's a he's a um, He's a very thoughtful person. And I know this is something that he's probably thought a lot about and observed. And, you know, coming to him with that subject, that subject matter, I think that's an easy thing for him to tap into emotionally. Yeah. So. And I'm honestly, I mean, kudos to you just as a songwriter for tackling something like that. That's, you know, as you said, kind of out far, outside of your comfort zone in a lot of ways, you know. Certainly. 
I got the sounds of Freed back in the background now. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, like I said, it's, you know, it's a conversation that I think should be had and uh, that everyone should be allowed to have. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, I guess you got to preface anything with, you know, I don't understand it directly. Yeah. But I don't need to understand it directly to be hurt by it because that's my brother. Yeah. You know? No, I wish more so. people had that viewpoint. I wish more people thought that way because it's really true. You know, I feel the same way about like the Me Too movement and, you know, women who are being oppressed. You know, that's not something that I'm going through. But, you know, I my, my wife has to deal with it. You know, people that I love and care about have to deal with, mm-hmm. you know, the wage gap and other issues that come along with gender inequality. You know, so Absolutely. it's... I, I definitely feel you that people should be more open about talking about that, even because that's the way things that's the way it's going to change, you know, is by everyone having the conversation yeah, as opposed to everyone being allowed yeah. to have the conversation, not being persecuted by the group that by the oppressed group yeah. for having the conversation. That's part of it, too. So, you know, it's, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're we're just amoeba running around this this rock. You know, it's random. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our pigmentation is certainly not something to divide us it's a it's a farce yeah i totally agree well i know you got to get out to saint pete now for a show tonight right i do um but uh, i definitely want to sit down with you again sometimes maybe we can come by paper crane and you know hang out and and you can show us the space and we'll have a we can have a deeper conversation and spend some more time talking about certainly how awesome you are Oh, <laughs> Y'all are sweet. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, thanks a lot, JT, for, for being what does what JT stand for? All right. Well, we're hanging out here with Mr. Angel Soto from the Tampa Music Conference. Yes, yes. Yes, who I've been emailing back and forth with for the last couple of weeks. So now I'm finally meeting you in the flesh. Small world. Cool. It is a very small <laughs> world. So uh, tell us a little bit first about what you do in the Tampa Music Conference. Okay. Well, we um, we do a few little things. We have a a company called Benton Entertainment, and in, it, in itself, it's a publishing company. Mm-hmm. So we work a lot of, uh, with artists and hand, helping them with their publishing administration and whatnot. Back in 2004, we well, before that, we used to own a record store. And through the record store, we kind of got involved in the community. And in 2004, we established the Tampa Music Conference, right on. which is a networking opportunity for uh, people in the, in the community. We do showcases. We always try to bring industry people to speak on a panel and educate so so we focus on education networking and showcasing that's really cool and that's something that's definitely needed right here there's not a lot of uh music industry togetherness type events you know where everybody kind of gets together and, and has conversations you know no and and that was the reason why because so many people kept saying oh man we should have one and everyone would always talk about going to the conferences in atlanta going to the ones in miami mm-hmm. and, so we're like, why don't we just do one here? And, um, you know, it works out. We usually have anywhere between three to 500 people come out. So, I mean, it's small compared to those. But for our city, it's just right. Yeah. No, that sounds really cool. So, uh, tell us, so tell us a little bit about, I'm sorry, tell us a little bit about this year's Tampa Bay Music Conference. So we're still putting it together, but the, the process or the, the blueprint is pretty much the same. So we usually have um, about three to five different performances. We usually have two panels. Uh, the small panel is is uh, usually focused. So one year we'll focus on like uh, sync licensing, which is getting your music on TV and commercials and whatnot. One year we'll do like just an artistic 
panel focusing on the process of creating the music. This year, we're going to focus on radio. Right we, on. we haven't touched radio in years. Uh, radio has gone through such a such an interesting change, and I think right now is the is the right time to touch radio. We're going to talk about you know uh, obviously online radio and the influences that it has. We're going to touch on uh, terrestrial radio and whether it's still influential or not, and what those guys look for uh, to getting your songs on there, and and then uh, we'll touch on satellite radio as well. So that's the small panel. The big panel is usually. Um, you know, we'll usually try to have an attorney. We'll try to have some kind of management. We'll try to have an artist. So we try to represent. Uh, we almost always have someone from either BMI or ASCAP. This year we're going to have BMI. Um, we'll, we'll have someone from Sound Exchange come through this year. So uh, we have industry people come through. And that one's very, it's very directed by the audience. A lot of questions and answers. So mm-hmm. we'll have some topics and some questions for the specific panel members, but those topics and questions are are really aimed, just a form of starting the conversation. And it works out really well. It's pretty interesting, uh, or it's pretty cool when you look out into a room full of people, hundreds of people, and everyone's kind of just paying attention like they're in school. It's a really good feeling. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's almost better than school, you know, because it's a curriculum that's very targeted towards the people that are in the audience. Exactly. So. Exactly. And, and people always leave inspired, and, and we always have those stories where years later you'll have, you know, some kind of collaboration or, or success story, and they'll say, oh, yeah, man, we met at the Tampa Music Conference. That's cool. So that always kind of makes it, makes it worthwhile because it, uh, it is a love-hate relationship. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, it's tough to do an event like that. You know, it's tough to pull all that together, but, you know, you've been doing it so long now, it sounds like it's something you really really care about yeah and it's definitely a project of love absolutely yeah that's great so how did you link up with these uh symphonic distribution folks wow um that's a really long story so like I, <laughs> as, as i mentioned i used to have a record store and jorge will probably kill me for telling the story but jorge used to be a dj yeah uh, dj viral and wait, he, wait, what was that again, Say that again? dj viral dj viral <laughs> yeah all so, right all right jorge so, i see you so, <laughs> 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 so he was he was young he was i mean he was a kid and he came by the store, and he had some music. He was real excited. He says, man, I'm going to get this music played. I'm going to get it pressed on vinyl. I'm going to get it distributed. I was like, sure, sure you are, sure you are. And sure enough, you know, X amount of months later, he showed up with some vinyl for me to sell at the store. And that's where the relationship started. Um, before Symphonic existed, he did an online radio, or excuse me, online record store where he was selling vinyl on the Internet, and we kind of worked together on that. And... You know, I took a few years off, and he was pretty much the influence in, in me bringing the music conference back, and for that matter, an extension, bringing back, bring, you know, getting into the publishing side as well. Yeah. So we, you know, all of our artists are distributed through Symphonic, and it's a really good relationship, and I said, the history goes way back. Yeah, well, see, you know, everybody, whenever you go to the these panels and music industry conferences, one of the... Th- things that everybody says is that the music industry is about relationships yeah. and that right there is a perfect example of you know here's a young kid that's trying to get his record sold in your store and then now you know he's out here you know with this big company it's, it's, like, it's, it's nothing but a proud feeling i feel i remember when i first read that one article that came out in the um oh god what was it the the business journal the tampa mm-hmm. bay business journal 
And at that point, I just I was just was overwhelmed with excitement at how well they've how much they've grown, and um, everything they do for the music community in our city. Uh, it's got to be the most influential source uh, for musicians in the Bay Area. I mean, I, I think a lot of them don't realize how much they do, but they really do, and they deserve that credit. Yeah, they definitely do. And, and you don't realize how many, I guess it's because they're they're really behind the scenes, you know, Absolutely. so you don't see all of the projects that they're involved with and all of the things that they're doing, but they're there, you know. Absolutely. They power a lot of the music that we put out, so yeah. kudos to them. Absolutely. Know, that. That's great. So I'm looking forward to having you sitting on our panel, man. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, am I going to be on the small panel? Am I talking radio and podcast, or am I on the big no, panel? No, you're on the big panel. I'm on the big panel. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm down, dude. I'd love to I'd love to do it. Absolutely. Uh, that's going to be exciting. I think you're going to have a really good experience. You're going to enjoy that conversation. I, I, I think I will. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Can we record some of it for this podcast? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. We'll, we'll talk about that afterwards. We'll make that happen. Sounds good. So, All right, well. Thank you so much, Angel, for, for sitting down with us. All right. Cool, man. Glad we could grab cool. you from the crowd. We're chatting here now. It's getting into the, the wee hours of the evening. The party's starting to... Actually, I shouldn't say it's winding down because Friedback's still rocking. Mike Mass is about to come on. So the party ain't winding down. We're winding down because we've yeah. been here for a while. But we're talking now with Mr. Nilla Green. What is up? DJ, is producer, up? artist extraordinaire from the area who I just met today. Mm-hmm. Like I would literally just met you a little bit ago. So tell yes. us a little bit about what you do. Um, like you said before, I produce DJ. I'm an artist. Uh, electronic hip hop mixture. Right on. So, uh, yeah, I was born in Germany. Uh, been in the States for a good little minute. So, yeah, I like born- to... Uh, is it, so, so you're doing like a, a Rammstein-esque uh, hip-hop electronic thing? Is that it's, what you're saying? Mixing yeah, it's, the German something, it's something like, well, it's not really yeah. the German influence, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's more, it's, it's multicultural. How yeah. about that? It's multicultural. Um, I would say it's more kind of like Major Lazer meets, uh, I don't know, yeah, Major Lazer meets like soul, hip-hop, yeah. you know, kind of thing like that. Yeah, So cool. those are my influences, like Diplo, Calvin Harris, um, Whatever you can imagine, that's you know, yeah, the mixture. Well, that's that so. kind of the thing. That's that's a lot of what's happening right now is hip hop and electronic music are starting to blur a little bit. And you know, you see artists working with you know somebody like Flume or something, yeah, like, I like, Flume. like that. Yeah. You know, that's or a Flying Lotus or something like that. You know, like that's those kind of producers are starting to influence hip hop in, yeah. in a whole new way. You know. So is that kind of the scene you're you're, you're tapping into? Yeah, that's basically um, what I'm doing. It's basically, right now I have a couple of projects coming out. Uh, I just released a song in December. Uh, it's more of like a Mubantan trap kind of twerky beat. It's kind of like a party, right on party vibe. So basically, I'm just rapping on like a Mubantan twerk beat. So yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. That sounds yeah, dope. It's called Oh Yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll we'll look that up. Look that up. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> And uh, where? So where? What part of the area are you from? Are you from the? the Tampa I'm from Carroll. I'm from Carroll Hood. Dude, <laughs> me too. Shout out. What <laughs> yeah. Up? Yeah. What part cool. of Carroll Hood? Uh, plantation. I live in Plantation. Okay, right on, right on. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's not that. It's I've been there for a long time. Like I live in my family's house now. So, that's pretty cool. That is cool. But uh, yeah. Um, I went to Plant High right School. On. Yeah. Plant alumni. So you've been in the area. Yeah, forever, I've, been, then. yeah I've been here for a long time. I've seen. Uh, the the hockey rink changed from St. Pete Times Forum to Amelie Arena. Dude, to- <laughs> dude, funny stories. Me and Jason, right? It was me, you, and Andy. We were actually hanging out like by the water, like 
when they changed the letters from yeah. uh St. Pete Times to Tampa Bay Times. Oh, yeah, like we yeah, watched yeah. them. We watched them physically take down the letters and put them back up. Like we just randomly out. There was a very surreal thing. That's pretty you cool. Know? But, yeah. And then changing it to Amelie, we weren't around for that one. But yeah, yeah like I said, I witnessed uh, uh, Wild go from ninety eight to ninety four, <laughs> and ninety four point one go to like nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh man, the, yeah. the, the jazz station. It was so good though. It was so good. I love the jazz station yeah. back in the day. I'm all about. Uh, I forget the, yeah. the the numbers, the call sign for it, but the uh, there's like a throwback jams station. Ninety six point something. Dude, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's my shit right now. It comes in a little fuzzy, but I'm cool with that. You know. Yeah, it depends how close you are to the, <laughs> yeah, to the yeah. station. Which I think they're over like in Temple Terrace. So I think yeah, I think so. They're like in the, hood, yeah, in the hood. Yeah, in the hood. I'd love to see what their setup is. Any, if anybody from that station is listening to this, like reach out to yes. us because I would love to interview. Yeah, you. I want to get a video footage. Yeah, so, yeah, something. exactly. So, uh, what what else are you working on right now? What do you got? Um, works? I'm working in on a couple projects. Uh, there's a girl out in Cali named Chantel who's uh, working with William Morris and uh, Usher. Nice. So I'm trying to get projects with her producing records. And I'm working with another pianist called Alexandrova. And uh, I make the beats and she does the piano. Right so, on. So uh, trying to get things with that going. That's really so, cool. Yeah, so I'm doing my thing out here trying to... I'm working on my project too, but also just putting different eggs in the basket, you know? Yeah. So... Well, it sounds like you have pretty eclectic taste. You know? Yeah, so thank you, you. You can't can't stick with one. one yeah, I can't. Lane, you know? I can't. Like as a DJ, I can't just play dubstep all night or this all night. I gotta switch it up and kind of yeah. give people a roller coaster. Yeah, I like for that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where do That's you DJ at? Bet. Um, well, my last set was at. Uh, where's my last set? Ah, shit. Well, tomorrow I'm gonna be at the. <laughs> tomorrow I'm gonna be at the Caribbean Festival, so that's kind of cool. That is cool. And then um, usually, uh, fair, Florida State Fairgrounds. Oh, all right. Yeah. Plans so for gonna, tomorrow, Jason. Yeah, I'm gonna go out there and play a couple of tracks and make the crowd jump, get crazy. Yeah. Um, I played the uh, Tampa Bay Heritage Festival uh, in January. Right on. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then um, I don't know I played like the Ritz, Jacksons, different places. That's awesome. So, yeah. So you're gonna give them a little, a uh, little Caribbean flavor tomorrow, or mm-hmm. are you keeping it hip hop? Um, I'm gonna blend it in. I'm gonna sneak in like a hip hop track just to see, just to get that Caribbean bounce going, because you know that people like calypso and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And soca. So I'm gonna kind of like throw the hip hop in there with all that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, really cool. Yeah. Um, so. uh, definitely, I gotta give a shout out to uh, some friends of ours, this band Salt Cathedral. I don't know if you know them, but they do. Um, they're kind of like an indie electronic group, but they mix in a lot of that, like, you know, do, got to, got to, yeah, you know, yeah, a lot of that, yeah, like, yeah. Caribbean kind of, you know, vibe and, and thing to it. They're from Colombia, so they mix in some of that cool. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah. I'm also, oh, yeah, I forgot. May 5th is, um, there's a show in Raymond James Stadium that I'm DJing for another artist who's playing in that show. Oh, yeah. What's that? Uh, I think it's the, uh, his artist, his name is A to the V, but the show was with T.I. and Snoop Dogg. Damn. Yeah, it's like a, it's called the Halftime Festival or something like that. Okay. And I think Carol G is going to be there. She's a reggaeton artist. Nice. And, uh, yeah, she's pretty famous. Very so that's cool. going to be dope. Yeah. Dude, I didn't even know that that was happening. Yeah, Snoop Dogg is going to be yeah, right yeah, around yeah, here like yeah. in a couple of weeks. Shit. Snoop Dogg, T.I., some other people. Damn. It's going to be good. T.I. It's going to be good. You that's gotta, a throwback. Yeah, no. You <laughs> got to hang out with T.I., man. What you know you about that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's who's your all time biggest influence as a producer or artist? This one person? Yeah, oh, one yeah person? If, if you got yeah, if you can narrow it down to one person. One person? Damn. It? One person? Uh Kanye West. Hey. Yeah. Hey, easy. Mad respect there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like can't. easy. Yeah. You can't even though he's considered like an asshole. Yeah. I still I still like his music. He's Kanye, man. Yeah, I'm still a fan. He's These are my people walking in right now. 
Yeah. Shout out to Amana and Dania. Yeah, what's up? Hey. So, so Okay, okay. So then since you're a Kanye fan, then let, let's rank them. What give me the ranking of the Kanye albums. Oh, the bits from the best of yeah, the Yeah, from best to worst. What's best the top of the one? Worst. The top one is uh This is for my friend Shillo, by the way, this ranking. <laughs> so let us know what you, All right. what you got. Okay, so favorite Kanye album? Damn. Graduation. See, that's yeah, what I yeah. say. That's what I say, and everybody always looks at me like graduation. Yeah, but like graduation for me, that's where it all came together for Kanye. Yeah, that's where he. I think you that's know? where he found his like yes. his taste and his his, his creative uh, juices. See, I like you already. Yeah, man. yeah, thanks, yeah, man. Yeah. So okay, so graduation up top. Then where yeah. we're going. Oh, okay, graduation. It's got to be. Um, damn. Uh, I. Uh, Guess late late registration All probably right. after okay, that, yeah, yeah. and then um, uh, what's the what was the first one called? College dropout. Nah, I wasn't gonna say that first. I'll say eight oh eight and heartbreak. I like really? that. Really, yeah, that's a controversial pick. Man. Yeah, I like that. Okay, that was very. I thought that was very creative when I first when I first saw him perform at the MTV Awards. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is this? And then I just kept trying to find the song and play it and play it and play it. Yeah, the love lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Um, after that, it's uh, my dark twisted fantasy. Mm-hmm. My and beautiful then, dark. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I know the longest, yeah, most yeah. wordy album title ever. I abbreviated it. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, MBF, uh, <laughs> MBDF or whatever. Yeah. And then, um, uh, what's the one after that? And then, uh, I guess where where does Jesus rank? Is the question. Oh, Jesus! Oh man. Uh, are you are you, are you thumbs up on Jesus or are you thumbs down? Yeah, on I'm Jesus? thumbs up on all the projects. Okay, because yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are biased because it doesn't sound like the one before that. Yeah. So I'm just like, I like it. I like all his creative flows, his juices. I like the way he doesn't do the same thing yeah, more than yeah. once. Yeah, and I, I so, like I like that we get an insight into Kanye's mind, which yeah, is I what like every project, every album should do. That it should give you an insight into the creator's mind, and you know, like where Kanye is in his life when you listen to one of his records. Yeah, basically. And right now we're in the happy Kanye era. Yeah, because he saw the post that he yeah. was making. Yeah, like, man, he's, like, he's smiling. Yeah. He's having fun. So this next record, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, because he has. He said he's got a seven-track uh, EP coming out. Yeah. Or album, he called it. Yeah. And then he has a track with a kick, uh, album with Kid Cudi coming out. Yeah, which like, I, which I hope is going to be good because Kid Cudi has not been good for a long time. So I love Man on the Moon is one of my favorite records yeah. ever. But after that's that, free oh, that's free. Oh, free. Oh, there. Yeah, he's the first. Yeah, you want to close that door real quick? Yeah. yeah. So right on. Yeah, can you close that door real quick? Keep performing right now. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. That's nice. Freeback's amazing, by the way. Shout out to Freeback. Yeah, man. for sure. The forefront of you know. Electronic, electronic artist in Tampa, like yeah. he, he really fire. set the tone for like what it takes to be that kind of person in the city. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. As shit. Yeah. So we're uh, we're we're grabbing from the crowd now. We're, there's a lot of hip people hanging out here today at the Symphonic Grand Opening, and now we're talking with one of them, Mr. Faze Jones. Hola, what's up? Bro? Just just released a new is a record single. Uh, yeah, I just released a new single. Uh, the video actually came out about two days ago on the 18th, I think. Yeah, the 18th. Uh, the song dropped. Uh, shit, I don't remember the day the song dropped, but it didn't drop like over a month ago. So it's it brand is, new. It's, it's brand new. Yeah, uh, it's called "The Come Up," uh, produced by my boy Tega. Um, I recorded it in like February 2017. The hook for it, and he made the beat around it. I pretty much did a wow. acapella thing, and then he was like, uh, "I sent it to him," and I was like, "Yo, can you do something with this?" He made the beat around it, and it took me a while to get like the actual lyrics to it. But when I got it together, it sounded beautiful, and I was like, "We got to do something big with this." So I just put it out. Yeah. So I heard I heard part of your 
part of your thing is you got the this cardboard <laughs> cardboard signs advertising yeah. music. Tell me a little bit about uh, that. Pretty much, uh, just looking at these homeless people or like people that are homeless. Uh, air quotations, just stand on the side of the road, uh, asking for money and looking for food and shit like that. I was like, it could be just as simple as writing my like SoundCloud or Instagram name on a piece of cardboard and getting people to actually like find me that way. So I've been doing that for about a year now, going from here to like Atlanta is the probably the farthest I went and. It's been pretty dope. I get a lot of reactions from it, a lot of followers from it. Uh, Dude, I, I I gotta respect that hustle <laughs> though, man. Like to stand out there with a sign is. It's just like, really like you know. uh, when I first. Every time I do it, it's like nerve wracking for some reason. It's like, damn, I'm gonna be standing on the side of the road with a cardboard sign. But then it's like you get like energy from it, and it's like cool. You just like want to keep doing it like the rest of the day, and like just seeing people's different reactions and shit. I've seen like, it. Yeah, I've seen the reactions. People come up to him like, "Yo, man, you do music, just dope, man. You out here with your sign, bros." Yeah, people do that, <laughs> and then you get the people that walk past you and try to like to not acknowledge it, or the people that like standing in front of you trying to like look away. Or, like, yeah, yeah. People that are in their car, like you standing next to a car, they trying to like. Not look over next to you and see what it says. It's really funny. Yes. <laughs> Have you had? I'm I'm sure you've had some pretty interesting interactions with yes, people too. Definitely. What's the weirdest thing that's happened to you while you're doing that? Um, weirdest thing that happened to me while I was doing that. Uh, let's think. There's a lot of weird ones. It's he's a lot po- of weird. He's going ones. Yeah, he's pondering weird stories right yeah. now. Just the, the most recent one. The most recent one. Uh, somebody in Atlanta like pretty much just tried to like just guests really like stick to me like after they see me handing like standing there with the sign like they try to like go everywhere I was going like they just felt like they were entitled to go everywhere I went because he came <laughs> up and told me my music was dope and I was like so he felt like right, he was part right, of the crew yeah now. Like, like he even wanted to stay he wanted to stay at the hotel and everything I was what? like alright bro I'm glad you like fuck with the movement and everything like that but you can't yeah, Stay here. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, around, that's cool. No, that's the, that's the line that's being crossed right mm-hmm. there. So tell us, tell us a little bit about the new single. I know you said who produced it, but like, what's the vibe? What's the uh, sound like? All right, so it's pretty much inspired by J Cole's "The Come Up" mixtape, but it doesn't sound anything like J Cole's music at all. Just the the message in it is probably the message J Cole was trying to portray with uh, the "Come Up" mixtape. Pretty much just a kid trying to come up making music in a city that just not very musically inclined. Even though Tampa is very musically inclined, I feel like they don't give everybody in Tampa that's musically reclined that respect that yeah. should be given. So It's hard to get that spotlight here. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the vibe of it. It's really upbeat, uh, something you could dance around to, work out to, stuff like that. Right and on, it's man. released to Symphonic Distribution. Yeah, mm-hmm. released so, to Symphonic. Shout out to Symphonic. Yeah, definitely. Symphonic empowering artists, like, like you said, on the, on the come up. People yeah. just... Just breaking out, doing their own thing. That's that's the whole spirit, man. They're great, yeah. bro. They gave me the spotlight. Everything. They they're dope. I like the way they operate. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Faze Jones. Faze Shout Jones. out to DZ We the Reaper. He's also dropped through Symphonic. Shout out to you know I dropped through Symphonic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I wanna. I don't wanna be wrong and say Sammy Hughes didn't drop his album through Symphonic, but that album was great. I haven't heard um, that one yet. And you know Symphonic is a label that is. Well, I don't wanna say a label, a distribution company. That is different from any other one, and where we can come up here and 
freaking come hang out with Jeanette and like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Shout have out a to glass Jeanette. of wine with Jeanette and talk yeah. about what we got going on. Like, Symphonic has invested in out of town shows that we've thrown and brought Tampa artists out of town. Yeah. And like, that's so major because no companies. No companies in Tampa are doing that for the artists. That's putting that's money very up, key. That is putting very money key. up to have the talent spread, you know, around yeah. the country. And I feel like the more we're able to solicit that type of sponsorship for opportunities like that, you know, the more we're going to see the imprint of Tampa's music scene on a national scale. Mm-hmm. Because Faze, me and Faze have been in a town together. You know what I mean? Definitely. Tampa artists who perform at a town. It's clearly we stand out. Crazy love. It's every extremely time. clear that the level of quality of our music is is just a little bit higher. I don't want to say high. I don't. You know. I don't want to disrespect anybody. Yeah, city, yeah. Like we always stand out when we go somewhere. Yeah. And, Tampa has the potential to be like the next big city, and this is what I keep saying to everybody. Right. Regardless of how anybody feels, if you have a mind state that it's not gonna be this, or people are. This and that is that's exactly what it's gonna be. But if you have the mind state of we are gonna be this, we're gonna be the next greatest thing that comes up in the music industry, then that's exactly what we're gonna be. We just have too many people that are like, ah, oh, Tampa's just Tampa, and then we're never gonna be that. Right. No. So, yeah, no, I like I like what you're saying for sure. So you said you you spit you know you had something acapella a little earlier. You want to do some acapella <laughs> Ooh, for us right bars. here? Can I put you on the spot right uh, here? Bars. Let me some right. bars. Yeah, all right, yeah, get all some right, bars. Oh yeah, I like this. Very yeah. on the spot. Right. Face uh, Jones, we here. I just had to do a rap challenge the other day, actually, and this shit was actually really crazy. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of lyrical hole. They no. like, uh, they give you like two beats. They give you ten seconds to listen to each beat. It's like real industry beats, and you got ten seconds to listen to the beat. You have to do a written. I mean, you could do freestyle if you're good at like remembering like performances yeah. and shit like that. But you have to do your best written and shit like that and they have to fit the beat you don't get to choose the beat if you mess up you don't get to go back it's crazy man there was so much pressure on that shit that's tight well we're much less pressure you can go off the cuff do do whatever you want to do this is Uh, you let's see uh, I'm back up in this like I never finished handling business lyrics are tangible spirits attached to damsels in the man in the mirror living in fear that the ending is nearer but if not oh my god I'm probably making it clearer so what I'ma shit on these couple beats maybe ride a couple of feet got no money for beats still a couple of beats I'm in love with the music do it it's nothing to it do it like it was free when I steal these couple of beats nigga copyright it and not I'ma drop it like it was hot and promote it then make it pop you don't like it then you a cop bitch stop it I just been rebelling on my pock shit they wanna talk shit so I give them something to talk about and that's oh, damn Face Jones with the bar. Faze Jones, man. That was rocking. No breath. No, Thank yeah, you. no, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's some breath control. That's going going down under, you know. Like, damn. Like, so shout check out. out. Check out that Come Up single. Please. Symphonic. That's Faze Jones. Come Up single. iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Yeah. Symphonic does great at distributing. Title, all that shit. Right on. Symphonic's got it on lock. We, got, we all got these cool Symphonic hats. Yeah, all of us. Yeah. Shout out to my man with the cool hair over here without the hat, though. Uh, yeah, got the J- cool Jason's wood, got the nice hair. Got the he, he got the expensive got the cool haircut, man. Yeah. You're, looking, you're, looking like yeah. the, the, you're looking like you run shit over there. Like, yeah, right you're on. Man, like, you're the manager. 
I do things here and there. Facts. <laughs> the mic is on, bro. He there, has shit all know. night. Right. Right. You know, he says, he's been eating all the Cuban Look, sandwiches. You know bro. he's important because the yo, only thing he said is I Shout out to whoever made those things. fucking sandwiches. This shit is mad good, yo. They yeah. didn't put too much pickles in that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to JT Brown. He killed it. Yeah, yo, we're JT. about to talk to JT next. All right, yeah, we're talking to JT next. Yo, JT, Lord. you killed your set. Your boots are dope as fuck. Your hat's dope as fuck. <laughs> all right. You look skinny like you've been working out or something. Last time I saw you, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, you're just looking a little slim. That's all I'm saying. Clean. Cleaned up. Yo, Randy. Yeah, thanks I a lot, to, guys. I just want to introduce you to Faze Jones. Faze. Great to meet you, man. I appreciate you guys so much, man. Can yeah. I have a sticker? Yeah, yeah. Take a sticker. Oh, yeah. You got hats and shit and glasses and all that. Yo, Mike Mass, Face Jones, we out. Randy Odeja. Ojeda. Ojeda, Ojeda. Odeja. <laughs> you got it, man. You I was saying Randy Odeja. That's all. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's my rap name. I'm born. I was just born right what? there. Randy Odeja. <laughs> Randy Thanks Odeja. a lot, guys.